Pickaxe. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Episode 144 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today in part by Blackshell Media. If you go to blackshellmedia.com, you can find out all about the games that they're putting out on Steam right now. Uh, we have been playing them on our streams. We plan on playing a bit more of them. We played Sanctuary RPG, and uh, there's a couple others that uh, we might be giving away and, and checking out. We're going to be giving you guys more info on that soon. If you go to Blackshell Games on Twitter and follow them, they're always posting about new games. So please go check them out. Help support an indie company like that. Those games are not very expensive, and you'll get a hell of a lot of game time out of them. Episode 144 is also brought to you by Geek Fuel. If you go to geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R, as always, for the first time, sign up. You will get a special gift from them through us, just as a thank you for signing up. It helps them out, it helps us out, and you're going to get a cool box of geeky stuff delivered to your door every single month. Last month they gave away Star Wars tickets, and that was really awesome of them, considering it was really tough to get them when the movie first came out, if you remember. It also had a fantastic t-shirt, and I think that's my favorite one by them so far. Every single box is guaranteed to give you a brand new t-shirt that is exclusive through them. You won't find it anywhere else. You can't go buy it in a store, so check them out. Geekfuel.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Jamie. Hi there, I'm Jamie, and I play Cora Forest Keeper, a Goliath Seeker. And Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wilding Shaman. And Eric. I'm Eric, and I play Orden King Shield, Dwarven Knight. And Jasper. This is Jasper, I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And last and certainly not least, Britain. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I play Santos, the Gisarai Simon. So, last time, you guys ended up... Well, a lot of stuff happened to you guys last time. Okay, so, Kaluna's doing fine. We're past all that. You guys have trekked into the wilderness now, into the mountains specifically. And you were looking for the entrance to this long-lost gateway to Infernal Knowledge, this big uh, library that's supposedly in the area. And you happen to meet... Orden, uh, while camping out one night, and you guys got to talking. Actually, you got to talking a lot, uh, and eventually you kind of spilled the beans on what you're what you're after, what's happening, um, and in the process, Thantos kind of learned what's what you guys are what you guys are after and what's happening. Eventually, trekking through the mountains, you did uh, you did end up finding the entrance to this place, uh, and I wanted to pick up right there because I believe. Just getting to the doors is where you are now. These things are absolutely massive, and there is a, a huge wooden bar kind of blocking it. So what it looks like is that someone has went to a lot of effort to make sure these doors remain closed. Um, what would you guys like to do? How part of the door does this feel? Like, does it feel sort of like a hastily done thing, but it's still a big deal? Or is this like now it's like riveted in and it's a big deal? Not riveted in, but this is definitely, uh, th there are definitely braces on the side to keep this in place. Uh, and it looks to be, uh, it starts about, uh, it starts about five feet off the ground. It, it extends for a couple of feet. This is a huge wooden beam, so 
all five of you lifting up on it, you may be able to lift this up. But then there's the then there's the problem of, you know, not being crushed by it after you get it off the braces. Um, can I look around the edges of the door to see if... Uh, I'm looking for signs that the door's been opened recently, so whether it's, like, dust movement in the ground or build-up in the joints or something like that. Sure can. Do you, Now, are you trying to find, like, a secret way in, or are you just doing, a, like, a perception check? Just I'm, I'm just looking around for the moment. Okay. Give me a perception roll. So, uh, Orton's going to spot a couple of things. One... There's going to be there's going to be a plate, and this is there's uh, elven writing kind of etched in the side of it, and this is off to the side of the door, uh, and it reads Desari Grod. Who here speaks Elven? Hello. Kaluna. Just Kaluna. I know Kaluna does, but like just. I think Kaluna? it's just Kaluna. <laughs> I think okay. it's just Kaluna. <laughs> yep. And roughly translated, it's place of infernal knowledge. Good. That sounds friendly. Was I able to tell if the door's been opened at all semi-recently? That's that's the second thing you're going to notice. Okay. It looks like these have been closed for a very long time. Uh, that, that that beam has been there for maybe, maybe a century? Maybe a little longer? This has been... It, like, someone has went to a lot of effort to make sure this stays closed, and you can kind of see where the weather has gotten to it, and it's 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 definitely been here a while. And you can kind of see where a few other people maybe have, maybe animals, maybe something has sort of beaten against this. Uh, this this big weathered uh, piece of timber has has seen some kind of like axe blow, sword blow, something like that. You can see little cuts and and uh, mars, but it's 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 very thick and uh, it's it's not going to be easily like sliced through or cut through. Well, damn. Um. I mean, just for due diligence, Merrick uh, would probably just try to check around to see if there's any weak points or something like that. Something that would just make this easier. Do me a favor, roll a Dungeoneering check. Ooh, Dungeoneering. 28. Um, the doors themselves look to be pretty standard. There doesn't... Uh, th- th- it appears as though without this... Uh, without this big-ass... Without this big-ass bar in the way, these would open. There doesn't appear to be any uh, switches or um, anything to activate the doors themselves. They look heavy as hell, uh, but they could be pushed open. Or, or um, The bar itself also appears to be really standard. It just it, There's no um, fall-away to it or, or give. There is one structural weak point, and the bracket holding up the right side of this this massive piece of wood uh, appears to be a little weaker than the other one. So while lifting, like outright lifting the 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 wood and just like tossing it away is is kind of an impossibility. Maybe working at that bracket could be something you do. Hmm. Okay, this is gonna be a stupid idea, but could Nantos punch through it? The think? door itself? Yeah. You could try. Or through the beam, or just the timber. Or, yeah, just aiming directly at the beam, because then, even if it doesn't succeed, you might be able to lift it up with the pieces that go flying in different directions. If the bracket's the weak point, yeah. that might be what you want to target instead. That's what I'm thinking, too. Oh, that could work. Yeah. I mean, here's what it here's what it could mean. It could mean that, whether it's the, the force punch, or if it's just, you know, us yeah. 
hammering away at it, whatever it is, the 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 timber's gonna potentially fall over on that side, but it doesn't mean that we can really get to the door very well. So we're still gonna have to lift it out or push it away or something like that, no matter what. So right, legitimately, like realistically speaking, not legitimately speaking, that's stupid. Um, realistically speaking, it's gonna be loud. However, we open this door, so the only thing that it, that concerns me is are, are you going to be losing I wouldn't uh, use it daily okay would, I'm just saying like just something force punch yeah yeah All right. yeah okay so I get to use a thing that I asked Jason about like literally earlier this week Jason can I charge first you can yeah if you were Sweet. you'll be able to reach this bracket but it's going to be a little awkward you may want Uppercut? to just, you, you can yes I can lift you up if you want you will fall <laughs> over <laughs> Just like yeah, get get on your hands and knees, and and uh, and Thantos can stand on your back like a table. <laughs> Just oh, okay. be aware that if she succeeds, this is probably going to drop down quickly. Okay, so Thantos will um kind of look at the we're we're aiming at the um what's it called bracket bracket. So that's kind of where she wants to be. How tall is that compared to her? Yeah, this starts at about the the about the five foot mark. Okay. So, I mean, she could just go, like, up. Yes. Yeah, so she can handle that. She can just punch down at it instead of forward. Right? So... Maybe oh. up at it. Er- Eric's right, though. Well, if you yeah. raise your fist over your head and go down. Oh, you're, you're like, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm almost turning on the web camera at this point. I'm like, <laughs> yeah! I'm thinking Street Fighter Uppercut. That's the only thing. That could work, too, but I feel like it's better to go down for some reason. I feel like I get more force going down. Stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you told Uh, Cory to get on her knees earlier. I mean... Can we just fast forward to when she goes down? Oh, my God. (laughs) Max, she's 14. (laughs) Eric's right, though. This, this, If this busts and and falls, it's going to be the kind of thing that you need to get super out of the way very quickly uh, or basically you're you're kind of in danger's way okay. a little bit. Is where is the bracket on the door like in the middle or on the side? Oh, they're on the they're on the sides of the door. It's not even on the door. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Santos is going to charge. Here I go. Are you guys? Okay. And I'd like to stand off to the side so I'm not uh yeah, everyone else, I'm guessing, is standing away from yeah, the giant just, beam? Yeah. Right. No, I think okay. it's smartest to stand directly under it. Okay. Um, I feel like that's a good idea. But right, for the guys? Record, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Merrick, Merrick is actually generally concerned about, like, okay, this is a good idea, maybe, but also I, I don't want Thantos to get hurt. So he's kind of being, like, he's ready to rush in if need be. Okay. So Thantos' eyes, I believe they go red, right, Jason? Yep. Her eyes are going to go red. She is going to roll a shitty-ass nine. But I do automatically hit, right? Um, Yeah, it's not putting up a fight. Like, you're... Okay. Yeah. So what is the plus... The modifier for the plus nine? Or... It's not a plus nine, but it's plus... Five. Five. Cool. So, going to hit this. It's going to do 24 damage. So, Thantos is going to swing at this. And 
They look to be, you know, pretty heavy-duty iron brackets. Uh, it, they're obviously heavy-duty enough to hold up this uh, this this huge piece of wood, but the problem is uh, time and maybe someone working on this and weather and all that have kind of gotten to it. Dantos is going to strike this, and there's going to be a pretty resounding thud. Two things are going to happen. One, that noise is going to sort of echo and reverberate, you know, against the door. You can hear it, just kind of it ripple. And you're going to see a dent in the bottom right-hand corner of this of this bracket. You can kind of see where, like, the the bracket twists a little bit, and you can definitely see where you've done some damage to it, but it's still going to hold on to this this big piece of wood. Okay, then Santos is going to take a deep breath, charge again, and hit it again, if that's okay. okay. All right. Charge. 12 that time. Yep, so plus 10 damage. Plus 10. And force punch. One punch, but not really. This is the second one. That's 29. <laughs> Objectively worse than the first time, because the first time I only got plus 5, but you know, whatever. <laughs> this time... Thanos is going to swing again, and this bracket's going to come loose. It's going to it's going to be the same resounding thud, and there's going to be a split second where her fist strikes this, and then the bracket's going to come loose and fly backward. It's going to land somewhere behind uh, behind Thanos and sort of hit the dirt, and you can just hear it. And then for a split second, this log is going to hang in midair and then drop. And it's going to make an attack versus Thantos' reflex. That that doesn't have to. I mean, <laughs> uh, third. That geez. hit. Jeez, uh, that hit a lot. Oh man. Okay, so this big heavy piece of wood is going to come down on Thantos' foot. Ah. Um, and it's pretty much going Jeez. to. I, I would say it's pretty much going to crush her right foot. Like, it's just going to come down. Let's see how much damage it's going to do, though. Okay, so 26 damage. Lord. That's a lot for her. I would imagine Thantos would be in some pain. Yeah, she'd probably be pissed and, like, realistically probably fall down and just, like, clutch her leg. Is it stuck underneath? I would say yeah. Okay, then she will immediately try to, like, struggle to pull it out. Yeah, despite Mer what a bad idea that would be. Right. I know it's Merrick's, a bad idea. Merrick's Thanos. rushing over. Absolutely rushing over. Okay. Um, and he's also going to motion to Orden to like grab to, to grab it, right? We're trying to pull this off so that, yeah. that Thantos can get away. Okay. Well, I imagine she's also like cursing in deep speech. Like that's primarily what she knows that language for, is to just like say things that she wouldn't get away with saying in common. That's the only reason to know another language. Right? <laughs> Okay, so Merrick, you're going to roll an athletics check. Who's going to assist? I believe ordinance. Athletics. Um, athletics. I've okay. got a 14. Oh, God. You beat me by one? I mean, it doesn't matter. One isn't... I don't think one point will matter if you want to do it. Well, Merrick did motion me up, and I would have right. would have jumped in, so... Well, imagine seeing her foot crushed. Anybody could jump in and <laughs> try to say, lift this yeah, damn Yeah, likes to watch children suffer. Doesn't everyone, I mean, I'm just sitting there laughing, pointing at National pastime. Like a dumbass. What a dumbass. Can Kaluna so, just sort of be standing off to the side ready to, like, drag her out sure from under can. it? Um, yeah. Let me get an assistance roll from both Corey and Orden, uh, and uh, that's with a plus, uh, plus two, because you're trained in it. 
Okay. So here's my athletics. It's a 15. The important thing is you guys are going to assist, and that's going to give... Okay, that's a 19. So you guys are going to lift up on this big, heavy piece of, of, of lumber here, and that is... That is just going to inch this up enough for Thantos to be able to pull her foot out. That's all we need. Owie! Um, and that would be for, I would say, just, just a few precious seconds, and then this would probably be too heavy for the party to, to just, you know, clean and jerk, just lift it up. Right. Why did I say that in this group? Why did, <laughs> Why did I say Wow. Wow. I watched wow. a lot of strongman competitions, so I, that didn't phase me. But <laughs> okay, yeah. But welcome to group three, Eric. That was, um... I mean, as soon as the 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 bar is down on the ground, uh, Merrick's going to go straight for a heel check. Maybe someone should have been holding the bar while I was printing the bracket. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hindsight 2020. Yeah, we would we would have been crushed. Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, so but I'm, then I'm, your foot would be fine. So exactly, it evens out. I'm heel checking. Okay. 30. Oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, my foot's fine. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> so that I imagine would be an amazing relief. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Okay, then Fantas will like as soon as she can stand up, she will, and she'll just like look over the door, like there, it's open. <laughs> Um, just for canon's sake, can can Merrick have done the the Mr. Miyagi thing where he <laughs> blows into his hands and that then fucking, like clap and together the, and start yeah doing claps that. together yeah. And, and rubs nice. and then okay great thanks. Here's the thing: the door is not actually open yet. Mm-mm. Oh, do we need to? Do I need to punch the other bracket? Because I totally will. Oh, no, no, no. I have <laughs> an idea. Just punching. Just I do have an idea. Out of the way this time. Okay. What would your idea be, sir? Okay, um, if we can get everybody involved to lift the very furthest end of the of this timber, the the the, the end that's fallen to the ground, mm-hmm. and then we all pull away from the door mm-hmm. and sort of go around in an arc. Basically, what we would be doing is putting all of the pressure on that other bracket, mm-hmm. and then it could pop off. So I really like this idea. I have a slight modification uh, that you may or may not like. Um, If we all get behind the beam that's next to the door and push, I think we can actually apply more force and push the front edge of the bracket away from the door even more more so what you're asking to do by the first action. We just push it forward away from the door. There you go, yeah. And basically that's, I guess that's what I'm kind of trying to say. I mean, if we tried to lift it up, that's a big, big deal for us to keep carrying it. But if we can, if we can get behind it and push it, I think it's a better idea. Um, who's going to be main grabber? Uh, who's got, (laughs) who's real strong? I think we have a Goliath. Ah, my mod is is four. Oh, but that's what I use. Oh, it's athletics? I'm 14. Mm -hmm. I got ten. Wait, no, that's that's acrobatic. Athletics is eight, so I should probably. I think I'm probably out. the second strongest, just behind Corey. I've got a six. I also okay. have a six. Okay, so you do Sweet. what I, I am so much stronger assist. than too much of our party. I can assist. Wait, I'm not trained in it though, so that I can't assist. It doesn't matter how high it is; it matters if you're trained in it or not. Well, right? I mean, if you roll, you high. get a you get a plus two for being trained in it. But yeah. isn't assisting a flat d twenty? Yeah. 
So it would just be like a regular person rolling. It wouldn't matter that I'm trained more than the other ones. True. Okay. Orden, do me a favor. Roll an assist. Is that with a plus two? Uh, no, that's flat. That's no, a flat no, d20. Okay, well, okay. Corey? Okay, and because I'm trained, I get a plus two. Um, well, no, you're or doing the actual roll. I'm doing the, the thing. You're, so getting, a, you're yeah. getting a negative one. Yay. <laughs> well, that's okay. We, we can still do this. You could do <gasps> this. Mm-hmm. I'm so strong. <laughs> um, so, I imagine, I imagine Corey's going to squat down. Yes. And just the whole time, just thinking of when she threw those heads overboard. Just I can do this. I'm so strong. So, just wrap wrap her arms, and she can barely wrap her arms. Even the size of Corey, like wrap her entire arms, just kind of bear hug this thing, and it's she can kind of get around halfway, and and, and just just all of her might like lifting up, and she's gonna get it about three feet off the ground. And I would say everyone's watching her do this, and it looks like every blood vessel in her body is going to burst. What are you going to try and do with this now? You you got it up off the ground, and I imagine you're just sort of shaking holding this thing. Yes. It hurts. Um, so we just wanted to get it away from the door, yeah? Like, push away from the door like you're walking out of the door, except with that thing in your hand. So pulling back. Like walking uh, backwards with it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was thinking, so you're... I'm just trying to... Yeah, no, I get I'm, that. I get, I get that. Should we all try to get behind and start, like, so Corey can start pulling, walking backwards, and we're all sort of pushing, because we can all sort of now fit behind it a little bit, right? Right. Um, tiny bit, yeah. I imagine Thantos probably can, because she's so, so small. Yeah. I'm very tiny. Whoever can do it. I mean, I think I think Merrick would be like, oh, okay, and he's going to come over and... So that would be an acrobatics roll, I'm assuming. No. Clearly acrobatics. <laughs> and just try you to basically... something heavy and moving it is acrobatics, Jason. I don't know what world you come from. I would say anybody could try it. Like, anybody can... Yeah. Merrick is definitely just going to rush in there and try to, try to spot. You know, just like try to help. Um, and then try to pull this away from the door. Push, in his case, this away from the door. Okay. Kaluna's just going to be ready to heal any hands that get crushed. (laughs) I got splinter! Do me a favor, um, and everyone who's assisting with this, give me me an assistance roll. That's flat d20, right? Yep. So helpful. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Santos just grabs onto it, but it's the part that's way too high, so she's like actually (laughs) on it. Like with her just hanging <laughs> off. So it's actually an extra like ninety or so pounds. Well, it breaks even. So Corey, go ahead. Give me, give me another athletics check here. Here we go. Hey. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. Nice. Almost like a second wind. She Look just at those gets... guns. <laughs> did you buy a ticket, just... Matt? I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh. Uh, I just. I would say you'd see like veins bulging and stuff. Like this is, yeah. So, Corey's gonna start to slowly walk backwards with this thing as the rest of the group pushes forward. And everyone, do me a favor and give me a perception check. Cool. Look at that sick three, sick three. Twenty-five. Corey, Merrick, Kaluna, 
and Thantos. Uh, Corey Merrick, Colin, and Thantos, you're going to hear, firstly, this wood. You're going to hear it start to kind of flex. Like, you can hear it creak just a bit. <laughs> the wood's flexing? Yes, the wood is... Th- flexing means bend. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking flexing. <laughs> is it girthy wood, Jason? It's moving with me. It's not... It's not completely still, yeah. It, it's it's right. moving just a bit. And you can hear uh, you can hear that second bracket. You can hear the, the you can hear the metal kind of strain to keep up with this. And as you as you move backward with it, it's it's getting worse. I'd say there's a good like a two foot gap between the door and this wood now, uh, but on the on the right door at least. Um, are you trying to move it further? Uh, good question. I mean, the goal is to be able to get to that door. It's not to destroy the timber. Like, who cares about the timber if we can get to the door? But right. it just needs to be that we can really get to the door in case we need the left-hand side or the right-hand side or whatever. I kind of like the thought that, like, we're all discussing this as Corey's holding it. Like, every sitcom when they're moving, <laughs> and two people have the couch. Yep. So exactly. we probably don't have quite enough clearance yet. Yep. Let's keep going. Okay. So another round? One more round. Kalina's oh cheering from the sidelines. Helping! Oh god! Mm, you are not helping. <laughs> I hate you, can you do all it. so much, dude. This is as much as I help when I actually help move shit. <laughs> okay, you're gonna break even again. Um, okay. Merrick's really the only one helping at all, but both yep. Orden and Santos are impairing you so much that it doesn't. Because I'm so tall and both of you are so t- are so short. Yeah, that's really what it is. You can't reach. Corey, all right. Do me a favor. I don't know if I have it in me, but here we go. Oh god. Oh no! Shit! No. I rolled on your feet, one. Corey is going to trip and fall backwards with this. With this pig. But not on me, right? But not on me. And the right. Oh no. The right side of her body is actually going to get lodged underneath. Mm-mm. of this large piece of wood. Whoops. Ouch. And that is going to do 30 damage to Corey. Damn it. Ouch. But you are going to move it back. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'd say another eight <laughs> inches or so. <laughs> help. Peace. Like, we <laughs> uh, so I'm assuming we'll try to roll this piece of wood off of her. Yeah, let's, let's, what, and, what do we have to do to get it off? Well, um, She's just really quickly gonna exclaim, "Motherfucker!" and like she's very aggravated at this point. Kaluna's gonna spring over, ready to fix her up once they get the shit off her. And I'll get ready to boost this off, and I assume other people will be assisting. Yeah, let's let's do I'll it. Help. What do we need? I'll help um, as much as I've been helping so far. <laughs> you just need to lift this up just a little bit, just to get it off of of uh, her her right side here. So, who's doing the main role? I have the second highest athletics, right. other than the pinned person. So, go for it. Can Jamie also assist technically? Oh yeah, she can. Yeah, like, she can push that. up. All right, yeah. I'll do that. All right, I'm assisting. Here I go. We. Yeah, okay. helped. Yay, helped. <laughs> okay, so plus one so far. I'm assisting too, so I get a plus yep. two because I'm trained in it. Yep. Ah. Yeah, check Gorgeous. that out. Gorgeous. Oh, geez. wow. Okay. Great. Gorgeous. And Orden, you're rolling with a plus three. Uh, so that's a 21. Yep, that'll do it. 
you're going to lift this up and and um, I imagine Corey's going to like wriggle out from underneath of it. Yeah, she'll sort of scoot, scoot from underneath and just sit there for a second. Eel check. Go right ahead. Yep, that'll do it. Bye, Joe. You're welcome. So, this has been uh, difficult so far. Like, yeah, annoying, (laughs) frustrating. Yeah. Um. So, there's a there's a little over two and a half feet, uh, between this bar and the right door. Would that be? I, I know this is a detail. Would that be at? roughly the center point? In other words, could we open the... If we could just open the door. Like, if we could just... Would it open about two and a half feet? About that, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want anybody else to get hurt, and let's... We should at least go see what we can do, right? So... Give the door an open here? I mean, I'm... If Kaluna's doing the heel check, Merrick's gonna just sort of go inspect the door and see if he can get behind there and see if there's any way of opening it. He'll inspect the, you know, the the, the door seam, you know, between the two sure. things, all that. Uh, do me a favor, roll a perception check. Hmm. Twenty-seven. Um, the doors actually seem to be in uh, in relatively good shape. Like they, they seem to be very well manufactured. This a lot of care and attention was put into this place. At the very least, the front door was, you know, uh, very well taken care of, and they appear to be made of uh, reinforced uh, iron, something like that. Something very, very sturdy, uh, definitely metal. And they also, uh, while they're they're exceedingly large, like taking them off their hinges, something like that would take uh, take forever. Um, this 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 wooden bar was pretty much the only thing keeping them from opening up. It would seem there's uh, there's a very large handle on either door, and there doesn't appear to be any locking mechanism, anything like that. Okay. Um, I mean, while Merrick is sort of poking around there, and everybody else is sort of doing their thing, I think he'll just tr- just to see can he open it, even if he you know maybe he can wedge a dagger or something if if he has to, or if there's just a handle, he'll just grab it. Okay. Just to see if it's possible. Go ahead. Uh, do me a favor, roll an athletics check. Eleven. Okay. Well, Merrick's going to pull back on this door a bit. Um, and uh, I don't know if you've ever reached for a door. You're like, okay, I'm going to open this. Like, okay. And you're, you start <laughs> gradually putting more uh, into it. And it's going to budge. It's going to start to swing open just a bit. And uh, it appears it's going to need a little more oomph, but it does look like it's going to open. Nice. Okay, that's what he was looking for. So, okay. so hey everybody, uh, hey. doors open. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlocked. Good. Yeah. It better be freaking open. <laughs> yeah. Is um, everybody okay? Is everybody healed up? Is everybody in pain? Might be a little late to ask this. Do we bring torches or anything? <laughs> that's uh, standard adventuring stuff. Cool. It's in the pack. Yep. Cool. Uh, before we go in, can. Kaluna roll something to see if, like, they remember from the book, like, if there's any weird shit to expect in there. No. <laughs> or, I mean, we have the book. Kaluna can I look. I think that's the name of the book. Take that time. It's the weird shit to there expect. Weird shit to expect. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I roll a thing? Yes, no, maybe so. Um, I would say j- that that would be common knowledge that Kaluna has. Now, there's no roll needed. Uh, cool. For that. 
there's a lot of, of, of mystery actually surrounding the place in terms of what to expect, like, resistance-wise. An educated guess would be that as far as people go, you you probably won't run into many people. Uh, if, you, if, if so, they're going to be either old or in few numbers, something like that, because the way the book describes it is... Uh, before before any writing just stops, that uh, they were researching tieflings, and then, you know, well, demons tangent, uh, tangentially, and then something occurred that had them cease all of that. Uh, and then, obviously, they decided to seal this place off. Um, so it's it doesn't specifically mention anything like, oh, there's guys with clubs waiting out, just waiting for people to walk in. Nothing like that. See, I was thinking, like, watch out for those gross mutants we left behind. Doesn't mention anything about that. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. Uh, question two. Did, this is at the end of the day, right? Like, we, we sort of finally found the doors at the very end of the yeah. day. Is it dark yet, or is it just the sun going down at this point? I would say you've been fiddling with this door for a little while. I'd yeah. say the sun is setting. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Well, it's not like it's going to be daylight inside anyway. Um, That's a good point. But sh- uh, should we get some rest? I mean, nobody has to rest right now for for powers and stuff, but should we do this daybreak? So it's close to nighttime? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, I was away for just a second. Um, if we stay up all night, then we lose points, so it might be a good idea to fall asleep somewhere. Probably not in the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. In the library. cave or it's something. It's a library. <laughs> Library guys, yeah. It's so cozy in there. Okay, I, I Mariko is just going to say that we we should probably make camp. We should probably not get into the dungeon if we're going to be staying up all night. And uh, and then f- first thing in the morning, we need to just we need to go in. So, is there any cover in the area, or are we? Uh, is the mountain the area too uh, stony to support much? Well, here. the way this uh, the way this kind of worked out is this area is very mountainous and everything. So you guys came into an area that's just this door. It's sort of a cul-de-sac of of mountainous terrain. So there's the small trail that led you here, then this this large open area where this door is, and then that's pretty much it. You'd have to like leave. There's there's shrubbery and stuff like that, but uh, the mountains themselves are kind of your cover. I say we just get a few hours of sleep right here before we head in. I think so too. I'd feel bad if we left and let something out. So, let's... Uh, Orden will turn to Merrick and uh, point up into the sky and remind you that uh, we had a visitor the last time. Yeah. Fair. Does the place look big enough? Like the skyline, I guess? Does it look big enough for something to get in? I know that wouldn't stop, like, fire or something, but at least Oh, it's couldn't... a big, wide-open sky. Okay. I mean, let's we just do shifts again. I mean, yeah, let's just do shifts. I know it's it's not the safest place to be, but I'm not willing to go in yet unless we've had a little bit of sleep and we're all at our best. Because if we go um, in and we try to camp or whatever, it's just it's not going to go well. I bet you guys are going to lay down and uh, I imagine make a little camp. Uh, just do the regular bedding down stuff, and you're going to get some rest. For those of you at home, uh, I know we did a little roll at the end. Of, uh, of 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 the last episode, I did not forget about the role. Be patient. 
Fuck you. Uh, that's just for the benefit. You shouldn't have listened to that. That's for the benefit of the listeners, I said. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say something? No. <laughs> so you guys are going to get some sleep, and you're going to wake up feeling uh, really refreshed and, and, and ready to go, kind of charged up. I imagine you're just trying to get, like, you know, four or five hours of sleep, something like that. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Okay. So, you guys are going to pack your stuff up, and... What would you like to do? We gotta open up this door. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh who wants to to get in there and, and grab and pull? <laughs> Crack her open. <laughs> I'll, I, uh, I could try strongest. to help, but say, last time it didn't go well, so I mean twenty-five. Corey is going to walk up to this door. And start to pull back on it. Grab the uh, grab the handle here, and it's going to give her some fight, and she's going to have to put a little muscle into it. But she is going to start to pull this door open, and then she's going to reach uh, a point where um, the door is going to reach the wooden bar and stop dead. And that's that's going to be a little over two and a half feet uh, for you to squeeze uh, squeeze through here. And some of you with bulkier armor are going to have a little bit of a tough time like squeezing through, but you're going to yeah, you're going to be able to get in. Santos has enough room to dance. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so are we walking inside, guys? Um, nope, we just wanted to open the door. Let's go back. Okay. Okay. We're Let's done. Leave. I think we're done. done. Alright, guys. Good session. We got everything we needed yeah. here. <laughs> and that's a good... Um, <laughs> I, uh, last, last thing before we go in, or just as we're sort of getting all, all you know prepared to walk into the door, mm -hmm. um, Merrick is going to to just look around. Is there any sort of foliage? I know we're in the mountains, but is there are there any like sticks or like? Uh, oh, there's 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 like uh, brush and bushes and things like that. Yeah, he's there's, looking there's... for like a as close to a ten foot pole as he could possibly find something ah. that something that he can take in with him and, and be able to poke around. Um, we'll do me a favor and roll a perception check. Uh, we'll do that. See what you can find here. Okay, twenty-three. Um, there are there are some there are some branches nearby. Um, you're gonna get uh, it's about the size of a staff, something like that, like kind of crooked, and gnarled, and stuff because it's a tree branch. It's not finished, but uh, about six feet long, somewhere in there. Okay, so uh, yeah, about his height. He's a little bit oh, short. Wow. He's pretty short, but not yeah. that short. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. Uh, it's just something enough to be able to. Tap on stuff, touch something, push something without being in harm's way, if possible. Right, totally. That's all. So he's just going to carry that with him, and um, yeah. Okay, sweet. Smart. And he's he's ready with um, a, a torch. Like he's he's got it in his hand, ready right. to to be. I kind of imagine, yeah, lit. Right. Like, well, do me a favor. Roll a perception check. Oh, by the way, before I roll, he's not being a dumbass. Like, he's not going in completely blind here. <clears throat> 29. Well, first of all, this place is going to be dark. Uh, the oh. <laughs> And made of spiders. <laughs> I couldn't that. Sorry. Like, they're all giants, so they're making that... Oh, God, sound. don't... The place is dark and full of spiders. <laughs> Do you know... So, the night is long and right. full of spiders. Okay. There is actually I have I don't like spiders. A lot of people okay. don't like spiders. This is not this is not unusual. But 
I really don't like looking at spiders like especially close up things of their face and their mandibles and stuff. Gotcha. And I'll tell you why that is. It's because I watched the the Hobbit cartoon long ago and um it scarred you for life and it did because they had the big huge giant spiders and they they were furry and it was scary so how did that make you feel jasper (laughs) made me feel scared there are not spiders it is going to be dark and only your torchlight is going to illuminate this place you're going to feel the faintest bit of cool air run past the, the the party here as the door opens and and you're standing here it's 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 um it's kind of a stale musty air to it like uh, this place has not been aired out in a very long time just kind of um um not not corpsey like Darmok's place or something but I mean it, it's just kind of like an old wet basement type of smell like very just it, the the air is almost thick like soupy hmm. there are going to be a set of stairs that lead down now. The stairs themselves look to be fairly well-crafted, almost dwarven in nature, like they are chiseled out of the stone. The rest of this appears to be a cavern, a very large cavern, and it naturally leads down. The stairs are obviously an addition, but the rest of it has been almost uh, seemingly completely untouched, and they appear to go down for a while. Uh, what's the What's the this vestibule area before the stairs, how, how roughly big is it? Can, could we all fit in there pretty well? Oh yeah. Before you, uh, before you were to walk down any stairs, like the entire party could be standing here and okay. looking down this, this area, like it matches the doors on the inside. So it's, it's pretty damn big. And then everything just sort of narrows up and goes down. Gotcha. So Merrick's going to, you know, get the first glance, make sure everything's, you know, cool. Um, and then he's just going to stand there and sort of help people through. And I, what he'll do is just light torches as people come in, right? Whoever's holding a torch. Kaluna will definitely like trail behind and sort of look at the sky before they very reluctantly go in. Um, Fantas will squeeze in, and once she's in, she'll like take a spot right beside Merrick, like right up front, so that she's near him because she doesn't want to hold a torch of her own because she might need her fists. Good. That's good thinking. <laughs> well, there's stairs. Uh, there's not much else. Should we just go for it? Should you tap it with your stick first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think every once in a while, not that you need to address this until I actually really say it, but I'd, every once, I mean, he's just kind of tapping around. But that just, right. I'm sure that wouldn't change the outcome of anything, but just kind of like just checking shit out. Yeah, I mean, like the stairs are solid. You know that he would notice that kind of thing. I think just obviously if, if he's got his little staffy thing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, let's just now's the time to start, right? Down. Can into the I depths. roll? Can I roll an engineering check on the stairs? Um, sure. Yeah, go right ahead. Wee. Twenty-eight. I'm good at this, guys. Look at look at engineering. So I would say that Merrick is sort of like. Just you wanted to tap the stairs slightly, just kind of like just to see if they're like solid, and yeah, move just, around, or yeah. yeah. I mean, just so they don't they don't crumble away whenever. Right. Um, I would say that the uh, the only thing of note that's going to happen uh, is it is going to make a sound like the, the the wood kind of striking the stone is just you're going to hear it uh, kind of echo in here, and it, it's wonderful acoustics in this this <laughs> chambery part. 
Um, and they seem really solid. And Thantos is going to sort of like crouch down a bit and take a good look at them. Um, there doesn't appear to be any um, any shifting in the stairs when you did that. There doesn't appear to be any uh, any mechanisms that she could see where the stairs would fall away or turn into a slide or uh, ten thousand spiders, something like that. It just looks they 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 look to be for all intents and purposes stairs. Sweet. I don't buy it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think these are uh, stairs at all. I think it's a slide. So, I mean, you, you did you did mention that these that uh, this looked dwarven, at least in architecture, or yeah, I mean, they look very well made. Like usually, uh, people like humans just do not have the patience. To, <laughs> yeah, to, to, it's like I don't know. They go down. It's kind of state. Like, have you ever been to like a, a national park or something like that? And they right. kind of make. Like stairs out of the rocks that that lead there naturally. It's like yeah. eh, good enough. They're like stairs. <laughs> uh, dwarves are like no, no, no. These need to be smooth and gorgeous and polished. And oh my god, like they'll work on them for fucking decades until it's right. Okay, they're obsessive about that. Not not really even just about the stairs, but just the general architecture that we're just standing there. Uh, Merrick's gonna to look at Orden and say, um, "What do you think?" Um, I mean. Orden will be impressed with the stairs, and the cave is large and unfinished. Uh, I mean, he's he's gonna motion that we should be getting on with it. Yeah. Don't All be right. a racist, Merrick. <laughs> you guys are gonna descend these stairs for a while. Uh, minutes, in fact. You're gonna feel this slight temperature change as you descend. It's gonna it's gonna start to feel a little cooler, a few degrees cooler actually. Uh, it's kind of a, I mean it's 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 decent outside right now. Like summer's ended and, and fall's just starting and the temperature's starting to drop. It's not it's not terrible because being an adventurer and, and wearing a lot of armor and, and and hiking around everywhere it gets it gets sticky and sweaty a lot, but it actually feels really pleasant down here. You're going to reach the bottom eventually. Now, where everything is unfinished tunnel leading down into the bottom, once you reach the bottom, the all the floor work has the same care and attention that went into the stairs. Like, very, very gorgeous, polished floors, uh, finished stonework, that type of thing. And then the cavern walls are going to not... Not crazy abruptly, but like gradually, the uh, the care and attention that is on the floor is going to start to. You're going to see like etched stonework and things like that, and it looks like this is actually a finished portion of whatever this is turning into. And what's in front of you is a very long hallway. Uh, it goes straight for uh, about 30, 40 yards. You would you would estimate, and along the side of the wall, it looks like there's places to hang torches. Uh, are there any unlit torches or anything that are already in the sconces? Um, no, just the sconces themselves. Okay. Um, and it appears as though uh, they they run the length of there's there's probably about six or seven on either side running uh, the length of this this hallway. The hallway is large enough that uh, three people could walk side by side down it, and uh, you you'd have a little bit of wiggle room for your shoulders and such. But yeah. Hmm. Um, so, I don't know if there would be a role for this. Is there any sort of 
just sort of common sense about like, oh, this is like, if this is a library, this would be like the entry hall or. Actually, you know what? Do me a favor. Everyone roll a history check to see what, uh, what you'd know architecturally about libraries and how this is shaping up so far. Uh, Thantos has been to a few. Um, Merrick's been to a couple, I would say. So far, architecturally speaking, this is not like a common library. Uh, the largest libraries, at least on the mainland, uh, would be in like uh, the cities of Esterholt, Winterhaven, things like that. Overwatch has uh, quite a nice public library type of thing. Some of them, uh, some of them are more religious in nature, like uh, church libraries, uh, like rare text Esterholt. Uh, obviously, with the Temple of Cord has something like that going on. Some of them are more just uh, storybooks or history books, things like that. Um, most of them, uh, they, uh, most of the larger ones have some like flowery architecture. They're they're really nice inside. Acoustically, they're they're nice, but. First of all, this is deep underground behind solid metal doors, and then even when you get to a portion that looks like it's it's finished stonework, it's it's a little more grand than what uh, what a what a regular library would have. And most of them don't have long empty hallways at the entrance of them. Right. Yeah. So most my... of them aren't this spoopy, is what you're saying. Yeah. Essentially, it's a very spoopy place. Uh, my spider sense is tingling. Can I... I, Merrick's just gonna check out the sconces on the wall just a little bit more, just to see if there's anything that he notices about anything. Uh, Should I perception that? Go right ahead. Give me a perception roll. 17. These do look a little more, again, a little more flowery. Like, everything at the... the, this, This tunnel beginning and then going forward, like, everything's... Like a jump in quality, really. Uh, the, the sconces themselves uh, appear to be polished silver. And they don't appear to be, uh, other than that one cosmetic difference, they don't appear to be different than what a regular sconce would be. Like holding, you know, just, just it's, it's yeah. main, it's just holding a light source, that's it. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a very financially irresponsible way to hold fire. Right. Um, do they look like, is there any indication that they have been used actually to hold stuff? I mean, like, is there soot? Do they look like they've been... A very long time ago. Yeah. Not, not recently. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Um, well, anybody have any objections walking down this hallway? Nope. Uh, okay. No. Uh, Merrick's going to lead the way, just like we're doing, but he is going to use his, uh, his pole. And um, it's it just... I don't know. Just there's just some sense that uh, just kind of tapping around, checking. Yeah, like yeah, not like a not like a cane, but like ahead of him as much as he can can do it. Like tapping, Mm -hmm. checking to see if the floor is solid. Yeah, like I don't know. Just this this feels this feels a little empty. Well, do me a favor and roll a dungeoneering check and give me a plus two because of your stick. Twenty seven. So Merrick is going to lead the way here with Thantos, kind of side by side, and I would say just a, a few feet in front of him, constantly just like jabbing at the <laughs> at the stonework, just 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 checking things. You're going to get about three quarters of the way down this hallway, and then Merrick is going to strike the stone in front of him, and the stonework on the ground. There's going to be a thin strip 
That's a, that's a little less than a foot. A foot wide and then runs the length of the hallway is going to shift. And then there's going to be um, just, just ahead, right about where that strip would be, there is going to be a large blade that slides out of the wall and just stabs out horizontally. Um, this would be on on Merrick. It would be uh, like lower chest, upper upper abdomen, somewhere in there. This would be like like right in the rib ish area. Uh, on Thantos, it would be a little higher. Uh, and if anyone were to have been standing there, um, they would have most certainly gotten stabbed. Uh, Merrick's going to do the the parent uh, in the car thing where they put their whenever they're about to stop abruptly and they put their arm out and he's going to do that for Thantos like stop moving right like Thantos is going to stop but then like after half a second do that mom don't touch me in front of my school friends thing of like (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just wanted to save your life honey (laughs) not in front of my friends mom I just want I didn't want you to have to die um, okay. So... Why do you gonna lick your finger before you wash my cheek? Gross! <laughs> uh, okay, that was a close call. Um, does the blade reset, or is it just in the middle of the hallway? Um, this is going to... It, it's gonna pull back after a second, uh, and then it's it's going to slide back into the wood... into the wall. Now, the crazy thing about the architecture is it doesn't... it barely looks like there's... Like, there's room in between. Like, it just looks like it was, like, part of a seam, something like that. And then just, like, it's a very thin blade. It looks tremendously sharp. You can hear it kind of ring in the air as it, as it flicks out. Like, this mechanism is amazing, like, architecturally speaking. Like, someone, again, took a lot of time to make this. Hmm. Wow. Okay, so, you know, Merrick's gonna... Like, everybody saw this, right? Like, Merrick's like... Oh, God, right? yes. Uh... Okay, so everybody, careful. And it's is it clear now that this has happened where that yep. the plate would be on the ground? Oh yeah. And you know, assuming that everybody's a normal. I would imagine you pointed out. It's like, yeah. see this thing? Don't step. That's here. basically what I'm saying. Is like I think that you know, I'm assuming that would happen. So we've got we're about three quarters of the way down. What's can we tell? What's at the end of this? Yet, at the end of it, it looks as though the hallway is bending to the right. And there's a sharp corner up ahead. Now, at the very end of uh, the hallway, there's this big stone wall, um, and it and it looks as though there's some sort of symbol etched uh, etched in the stonework, but it's a little dark to to make out exactly what it is. Anyone uh, got low light? Yes. Hello. No. Dwarves. Oh, awesome. Hey, the dwarf who can probably read dwarven. Let's let's get over this trap. Um, and just make sure everybody is over it before we move any further down. Um, and and honestly, I mean, because of that, Merrick's gonna keep tapping, right? Keep he's just, jabbing. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. He's. I don't think he's gonna stop doing that. When Kaluna goes over the trap, they're gonna do that little kid thing. I don't know if you've ever seen a little kid on an escalator, <laughs> where they watch really carefully and yeah. then they jump over it. Right. <laughs> they can do that. <laughs> um, is there any chance that from now on, like every time Santos like sees a new section, she can roll a dungeoneering check? Um, yeah, you could pretty much roll a dungeoneering check on 
On any. Uh, anything yeah. you haven't done yet. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Then I would like to roll a dungeoneering check on the rest of the stairs. Like the ones that are immediately ahead of us. Oh, there's not stairs. Not it's, stairs. It's a... I thought we were still on the stairs. For some reason, I know we're in the library. <laughs> <laughs> we're just in a big, long hallway. Just a I've big, just long been hallway. barely paying attention. Um... That's good to know. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so I will do the rest of this hallway, like while Merrick's kind of watching to make sure no one else gets hit, and she's kind of like blocking the way so no one else can go in front of her. So they're they're all kind of like huddling up in one area that they know is safe, and she'll do a dungeoneering check on what's ahead. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Gorgeous. Okay, that seems to be the only plate like that in this hallway, uh, and the way it blends in, it's it's very tough to spot. And it seems as though maybe the people who built that were banking on people just missing that, and then that being the last thing that they miss. Getting to the end of this hallway, again, it, it sort of turns into uh, an abrupt right corner. And at the end of it, there is this dark... Uh, it, the, the, the stonework's a little dark. And then what appears to be chiseled into the wall is... Uh, is a symbol of something that, that... Give me a perception check on this portion of it. And I would say the party is pretty much there. Everybody. Now, so, so give me a perception check, everyone. Shit, look at how perceptive I am. Um, so everyone in the party is going to pick this up. Uh, some of you are going to notice some finer points, but we'll get to that in a second. But it looks to be... It looks to be a, a stonework version of a demon's head. Huge curled horns wrapping back uh, snarling face and it's it's large enough that it covers a majority of this wall now Merrick pulls out his smartphone and takes a photo just for later <laughs> Snapchat spends the next 15 minutes trying to find the right filter yeah for theriogram <laughs> <laughs> um, this appears to be some sort of uh, it's either the, the symbol for the library or or something there's a reason this was carved into the wall itself and since the uh, since the hallway only leads to the right, there's really only one way to go with that. Kaluna and Thantos are going to pick up a couple of extra details. That um, one, someone took a very long time to to carve this. Uh, a lot like the uh, the stonework and the and the walls and the stairs and, and things like that. The, the, this, I mean, some of these pieces could have taken you know you know years or more. And two, the uh, the inlays for the eyes. Specifically, uh, for something carved into stone, like there is a huge amount of detail, um, and the eyes themselves uh, appear to be—they um, appear to be like ground flecks of ruby or some other red gemstone. Um, could I do an Arcana check on those? You sure can. Twenty-two, still got it. Different character, same awesome Arcana, except it's not. It's actually kind of shitty, but I rolled well. Thanos isn't going to pick up anything necessarily arcane or or magical about the uh, about the carving or the, the the even the eyes themselves but there is something eerie about the amount of detail that someone would go into to to chisel something so so gruesome looking mm. is there any like blankets or cloth around tablecloth anything like that not in the hallway you guys do have like Fair sleeping enough. rolls and stuff in your in your packs I don't want to give up a sleeping roll, then then I'll have to sleep on the ground. <laughs> I just kind of want to cover it, like just in uh, case. Because 
Something about the fact that the eyes are carved so much more makes me think that someone's watching us. You know what I mean? Mm. And Santos, you know what? Santos is going to say that. Yeah. And maybe, like, not as a serious thing, but she'll be like, it feels like someone's watching me, like, out of those eyes. Kaluna has Corey's hand in a death grip. Oh. And they're going to they're gonna let out a little shaky huff. Like, they clearly are not happy. She'll use her other one to give it a little pat, like, it's going to be okay. Um, uh, Orden would like to walk over and run a Dungeoneering check on the carving. You sure can. Orden's going to walk up to this, uh, this, this sculpture and... Sort of, sort of run his hands over it and, and 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 really inspect it, and there doesn't appear to be anything sinister about it, or or there, there no trap doors, no no nothing like that, and that's really kind of strange considering you know if this place is a library and and there there obviously is some reverence to it. There's you know someone wanted to keep this hidden and um, someone was doing some kind of research or whatever. Um, it stands to reason that there'd be a couple of really nice pieces, but again, uh, this is an awful lot of work to put into something that's just decorative. Okay. Well, I okay. guess I'll just shrug at Thantos and say, it's just in your head, don't worry about it. I don't want to belabor the point. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Thantos is going to look a little bit offended, but just move on, like whatever. Uh, I don't want to belabor this, but uh, Merrick is going to have to do the same thing. Like he's going to have to look at it and just see if there's anything to, it just seems so odd. Is there anything to push or pull or something with this thing? Um, go ahead. Run it engineering. Uh, nope. 16. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's Orton's turn to give you the luck. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Dude, I gave it the thumbs up. The, uh, it's true. Actually, that's pretty rude. Um, uh, okay, well, I mean, Miracle, do, he'll just shrug, but I, he will, he's just gonna poke the eye, one of the eyes, as he's sort of standing there. Because they seem funny. So Merrick's gonna, Merrick's gonna sort of poke at the eye, and, and, and the eye is sort of dug out and carved. Um, I mean, it, there is so much fine detail in here that you can... Someone actually went and did the little like little inlays where you can see veins in someone's eye, like little bloodshot like things, and that's where the, the, the ground-up bits of, of, of ruby are really kind of intense, and then you get to the pupil, and that's bright red, like just ground. And you can feel that texture, like you can, you can feel where someone really worked at this, and that's the only part that's rough, that, that, that rough sort of like ruby-like substance. And then the rest is like really cool, flat, smooth stone. Okay. Well, I mean, Merrick's, you know, impressed, but doesn't feel like there's anything else going on here. So we're, we're at the bend already, right? So we're, we're at the bend already. Looking down the hall, um, there's uh, there's another hall, and it doesn't seem to be. Uh, it's obviously it's not as long as the other one. Firstly, um, it's also a little more narrow, and there's going to be a set of double uh, double doors at the end of it, uh, just wooden double doors, and they're about twenty five thirty feet away. Mm, okay, this looks to be uh, at least one place we're headed, right? So. Uh... Anybody want to knock? 
Is the uh, <laughs> ceiling finished here, or is it... Uh... Oh, ceiling's finished. This is no longer, like, cavern. Like, you guys have... There, there's, there was no door, like a proper door to walk through, but it, it, right about the time you hit that long hallway, it, everything started looking very finished and polished, like you just walked into a building. Okay. Okay, well, uh, you know, carefully and, and tapping on the ground, um, worried for traps, uh, Merrick's going to make his way to the door and inspect it. <laughs> well, this is the first regular-looking object that you've seen since you got here. It's a very, it's a, it's a gorgeous set of wooden double doors. Like again, craftsmanship is second to none. But other than that, there's nothing fantastical about them. Though no crazy etched stonework or, uh, or anything too crazy elegant. They just look like really nice wooden doors. They also appear to be locked. Hmm. If a dwarf with low light vision were to peer through the keyhole, would he see anything? You could try. I would like to try. Instantly spiders. Oh my word. <laughs> You're looking through the doorknob. <laughs> hey, I'm new to these door things, okay? What is a door, really? Well, Orton's going to bend down, and um, it, it doesn't look... As, as though he could see through the locking mechanism itself, almost like someone jammed something into the locking mechanism. Mm. Mm. Um, could I roll a dungeoneering on it? You sure could. I got 26. Thantos is going to walk up to these doors and sort of inspect all the, all the nooks and crannies now. The locking mechanism appears to be really standard. Just just a locked set of wooden double doors. They they fit really tightly together, so it's kind of tough to tell what's on the other side of it. The biggest thing that she sees uh, on on this side is that uh, everything is sort of hidden, like hinge wise and everything like that. So you can't really like take it off its hinges. But the way it meets with the stonework. If someone wanted to place a trap there, it would be pretty pretty obvious the way the wood meets the stonework, and Dantos isn't seeing anything there. Okay, cool. Um, we need Kaluna and Merrick's answers, but I might be the one with the highest thievery, which is really scary because I only got a plus eight. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a plus five. Wow, really? I'm the best. <laughs> you guys are pretty straightforward as you a have crew. the smallest. Right. Well, I mean, you are. Yeah, you're, you're the smallest. I do have tiny little hands, I guess. We have honest faces, and that translates to our fingers as well. <laughs> Whenever anyone drops a watch down a sink, I'm right there. <laughs> Tiny little hands. Um, okay, see, her first inclination would just be punch, but I do think in this situation she'd realize that uh, thievery, like, trying to pick it first would be a good idea. So she'll, like, roll up her sleeves, and I guess, like, every every adventurer's kit has the lockpicking set, right? So I'll try with my, right. with my plus eight, even though you just said there's something in the lock, so... Well, it's going to give you a negative to your, uh, to your thievery check, a negative three, actually. Negative three. Check. All right, I'll put that yeah. in on my end. I think Merrick would, <laughs> would uh, just, even while that's happening, so it's not to stop Thantos from doing anything... But I think he would he just put his ear up against the door to see if he could hear anything at all. Okay, cool. Um, do me a favor. Uh, roll a perception check. And that could be happening while... Uh, no, you go ahead. Do your thing first. Because you're not going to hear shit anyway, so I'm just going to... 21. 
Wow, that's presumptuous. <laughs> well, it was a six, to be fair. Mm-hmm. No, it was a 21. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't look at the rolls. I look at the <laughs> results. We're not playing with Izzy. <laughs> Merrick's going to press his ear against this door. He's going to notice two things. One, this door is extremely cool to the touch. And two, it's going to sound stark quiet on the other side of it. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and continue with my lock picking. Yep. Okay, go right ahead. No one wants to interrupt again. Okay, with a negative three, here it goes. I just care about you, honey. I just want you to be safe. (laughs) (laughs) 20. Thantus is going to fiddle fiddle around with this door for a while. And it's going to take a bit before she realizes that this is getting nowhere. Uh, that this this is just beyond her skills as a lock pick. It's fair. I'm 14 and have never even dealt with a lock before. <laughs> <laughs> you did really well. She's going to look up at everyone else like, just because I have tiny little hands. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to... Would you mind if I percept this door specifically looking to whether or not punching would help? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Not can. even joking. Go ahead. That is what she's going to be looking for now, is whether it's susceptible to punching. 24. Oh, these juicy wooden doors look like they'd fly clean off the hinges if you gave it a good whack. She is going to start charging. Like, before she even tells anyone that the lock picking is not working out, she is going to start charging. Just stand up. It's like, okay, fuck this. So, during the charge, if anyone wants to stop her, they can. Because they will see her eyes go red and they'll see her hands heat up. Yeah. But here I, it goes. I, uh... She's charged for 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, Merrick would be like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I mean, it, this may be the, it may be easier than this, and let's just, let's just try to force it open first and see what happens. And then that's after what I'm that, doing. No, but we <laughs> that don't is know. what she's going to respond to. <laughs> that's fine. But we don't know what else is down here with us, if anything at all. And we could come in just blaring into the library, but we don't know what's here. So, if we don't have to announce ourselves, let's not do that. Fair? Fair enough? She'll least... calm down, but she she seems to be kind of annoyed, like, yeah. whatever. So, Merrick's going to just try to force this thing open. Just, to, just again, just sort of... Uh... For the record, though, that was my best charge yet, and you was... <sighs> I'm sorry, I know... <laughs> It's be against more. doors. <laughs> doesn't it apply that to your? charged against more things. Doesn't it apply to your next roll though? So probably not. If she calms down in between. No, that's think. the yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Merrick's just trying to get a sense of how easy it would be to like kick it down, push it down, open it up. Um, they're 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 not crazy thick. They're they're a little more on the decorative side than built to like you know not like city gates or something like that. So. Uh, you're guessing, like ramming your shoulder into it, would 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 maybe do the job if you you get a good whack at it. That's that's what I'm thinking is if we can do that, then it, it won't make a huge ruckus. And uh... I distinctly heard a ruckus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll go sit over here now. <laughs> so, yeah, Merrick will just try to. Santos is just now leaning against the the wall with her arms crossed, kind of hoping you fuck it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm, kind a little bit. I, I'm kind of Throw hoping I I'm kind of throw out his shoulder. I mean, 
okay, he's going to try, but he's not going to do it so hard that he would hurt himself doing it. He's just going to try to see if he can put enough force behind it to get these things open. Do me a favor. Roll an athletics check. He's not going full berserker. <laughs> we'll see how. <laughs> 25. Merrick's going to pull back and with one smooth motion, just jam his shoulder in between the two doors. And you're going to hear wood sort of squeak and snap in the middle. And this locking mechanism give as the two doors swing wide open. Um, and there's going to be that, that kind of staggered forward motion of just like, whoa, just kind of catch yourself on the other side of it. And everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. That's sick three again. I imagine you're just really frightened about being like all inside. You want to be outside. Basically, yeah. Oh God, I bet it would be for Kalina, it would be a very, very, very bad thing. It's bad enough be being inside. in buildings. Yeah, exactly. And now it's a cave. <laughs> The second these doors swing open, Merrick is going to stumble just a, just a foot or two into the next room, and everyone is going to be treated to quite a magnificent sight. Whereas the hallway almost feels a little claustrophobic uh, compared to the, the rather large hallway that you walked down to get here, this is going to open up into a massive library. We're talking like a football field's length with ceilings that go 65 feet into the air and it is gorgeously not only decorated but chiseled out of the stone itself there are multiple like lining this entire thing uh, huge bookshelves that sort of spiderweb and wrap around um, not necessarily set up like a traditional library would where it would just be row after row of books there are sections like that and then there are sections that sort of splinter off and go down into almost hallways of huge bookshelves and massive tomes and everything from journal entries and things like that. This just goes on for what appears to be forever. And these doors are going to slam open and it is going to ripple through this room. Like you're going to hear it go on for forever. So like ruckus. Just, ruckus, you're saying. Lots of ruckus. And it appears to be not lit, necessarily, but uh, the light from your torches does appear to illuminate it somewhat. And there also appears to be um, not a natural light, but sort of a faint blue glow running about the uh, the floor in certain areas, almost like uh, track lighting, but uh, some sort of something something magic. Uh, first thing Merrick is going to say is, God, I wish Jetsia were here to see this. <laughs> Aww. Take a picture. <laughs> and then he'll take a picture with his smartphone. <laughs> Tag her in it. Yeah. Hashtag beautiful. No. <laughs> we just have oh, to stop by the gift shop real quick. Get a yes. get like a a t shirt. What is this? Postcard. Little yeah. wish you were here. <laughs> Amazing. Uh if we ever do another round of Theria postcards. Oh yeah. Aww. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, Kaluna's going to let out a little... Because uh, they're almost more unsettled by the wide open space than the weird claustrophobic <laughs> space. I thought it was books. But yeah, they're sort of unsettled by like, it's a huge room. The ceil- You probably can't even see the ceiling. There's weird blue light. They're just, they're not happy. What? 
I don't even know where to begin now. So we're here. We're at the, the library. The This is where our answers are supposed to come from, maybe, right? Like It would appear so. I mean, I guess this is what Merrick's saying. Like, we're, we're there. Uh, now what? Start reading? Uh, is there any... I mean, I guess that's... Shit. I'm actually overwhelmed. I'm actually thinking, like, what? The, where the hell would one begin? Um, um, before, like, everyone's going to probably start looking at books, but um, could Phantos, like, do a round around the library and, like, do a Dungeoneering? Well, a round's going to take you a while. This place is so massive. And it's not just the space, okay? Because the space itself, if it were just the space, the raw enclosure that you're you're dealing with here, it would take you a while to explore every kind of nook and cranny of it and just check everything for, for whether it be traps or uh, hidden passages, whatever. Add in the fact that there are miles worth of bookshelves and then books on top of that. And then there are, there are long tables set up where people were obviously reading. And then that branches off. There are whole... Uh, whole sections that look like uh, someone has slept here, and then there are whole sections that look like that there may be a completely different dedication of study to the to these places, and therefore this should be kept separate. That kind of thing, like it, it is sectioned off, and and it just keeps going forever. Are there signs? Yeah, is there any sort of wayfinding? <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't appear as though there's a Dewey Decimal System or a. <laughs> It doesn't appear as though, like, okay, if you were to make some sort of common sense guess that the people who lived here knew this place so well that they just knew what they were looking for. They was like, I'm looking for this. And it's like, oh, I know where that is. That's on shelf 402A next to, you know, and then they would just kind of know. Uh, Fucking well, nerds. I mean, you gotta think, though, <laughs> that anyone who took as much time and care to build this place wouldn't just throw books randomly on shelves. That is very true. So even though there might not be a record of where things are, you could probably look at common occurrences and get a rough map of things in your head. Are there any, like, are there any books that have, like, scary demon faces on the on the sides? You know, funny, you should mention scary demon faces. I thought um, they'd reoccur, honestly, well, based on the last <laughs> scary demon face. I was like, I bet this is going to be a running theme. I just hope this one isn't moving. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's another thing. You appear to be the only uh the only things like moving here. Like you 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 know, you don't you don't hear anything like beyond that that big initial slam. That's the worst uh, part. <laughs> Um, you appear to be, you appear to be the only, like, living things in here. Um, uh, and you will see on the walls, uh, on, uh, if you, if you look back, like, back towards the, the, the back here, and you see where, uh, the bookshelves are starting to wind around toward the left in a certain section, you will see that demon face etched into the wall again. Mm. Um, um, could Phantos maybe draw attention to that scary demon face? Be like, does anyone recognize that guy? Because at this point, she's got to assume it's, like, a guy, because it's the exact same face. Right? What would we roll to recognize a demon face? I'm assuming history. You could roll history or religion. So, uh, Santos will run religion. She got 15, so probably shit. Uh, Woo! Good job, Kaluna. I'll do religion. All that weird demon knowledge that Kaluna happens to have. (laughs) Well, maybe she saw it in the book. Maybe they saw it in the book. Maybe. Who knows? Well, here's the thing. This face 
all told, occurs three times so far that you can see. Once in the hallway before you. The second time, it appears slightly altered. Um, and that's in the wall uh, leading back toward uh, that, that section of the library I was talking about. And that one appears to be... Uh, that it's, it's not as full. It's a little more gaunt. Um, the horns have dropped like away for the most part. They're sheared back. Uh, it almost appears to be sickly. And then there's one all the way in another section of the library. And this time, it's barely recognizable. It's, it's really tough to tell fine detail from here. But it appears to have the same structure as the other face, just much more, much more gaunt and stripped away. And you'd have to get a little closer to see, to see more detail in it. Uh, yeah, fuck it, why not? So Merrick's gonna go up and 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 try to get a little bit more detail on the on the third demon face. How far away is this? I mean, would this be like the fifty yard line in the? Uh, of- yeah, somewhere in there. Like it'd be, it'd be, it'd be away. It'd be pretty far away. Uh, Jason. Um, I'd like to start to follow Merrick, but you mentioned that this room was colder than the previous room, right? Yep. Moving throughout this room, does it get colder or, like, is there a source that I can kind of identify, like a direction of the source? Well, that is a fantastic question. It is going to feel just a little colder. Every once in a while, there's just going to be sort of the sort of the hair in your arms stand up a little bit just just a little 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 chill in the air and each time you sort of get used to that temperature change it's going to it's going to sort of drop again uh specifically the further you move into this library okay hmm. you're going to walk up to this this face that's etched in the stone here? yeah i'm i think Merrick would be intrigued enough especially if he's noticing the differences and Orton will be following along a little slower, looking around, but moving the same direction. Once you get up to this thing, you can tell a lot more fine detail. The the horns are completely stripped away now, and it's sort of wrapped. The, the lower portion of the face is, is wrapped more in a, in, a, in a cloak. And it appears as though the uh, the eyes, were, before they were sort of um, that, that crushed red... Uh, ruby-like gemstone substance has been replaced with something that's a little more, uh, like a little more pale like white, something like that. And that's been used throughout the face because what it appears as though is covering the entire visible portion of where skin should be would be maggots. Live maggots. Not live maggots. Someone took the time to carve individual maggots, like thousands. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Merrick would know of one such demon Mm -hmm. uh, that sort of has a reputation, and that would be Valnor. Oh, shit! Yep. He touched touched Jadzia. It was where I was seeing maggots and shit. I remember. Time to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Kaluna just keeps saying, nope! Nope! That's basically... I imagine they're just every time they like take a step, they're just quietly nailed and like nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Everyone do me a favor and roll a perception check. Why is my perception so shit today? Oh shit. Oh, oh look. Another sub five. Who would have thought? 
<laughs> oh no. I'm saving it for later when it's important. Everyone in the party except for Orden is going to feel something touch their skin. Almost a, almost a breeze, something like that. And it's going to sort of gently caress the air around them. And it's going to be sort of a chill wind. And it almost feels as though someone is walking up and just sort of gently stroking your forearm or any exposed neck area, like a cheek, something like that. Just something like it feels like a breeze that is almost... It doesn't feel like air. It almost feels like silk. Kaluna's just going to make the noise that I made. Just like, eh. <laughs> and then it's going to stop. After after a few seconds of that, it's just going to stop. I like to imagine that as that was happening, like Santos like turned around and started punching at the air, just like <laughs> expecting someone to be behind her. And it was mad when there wasn't someone to be punched behind her. Can Kaluna just drag Corey behind them over to Merrick? So that they can have two hands to hold. Merrick <laughs> 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 uh, will hold Kaluna's hand. That's and <laughs> this creepy demon face is... Is this at, at um, eye level? Or is this... Are we looking up at it? or A little up at it, yeah. This is, this is a rather large piece. Like, they're all pretty large pieces. <laughs> so if, if Merrick recognizes... This is Valnor. Mm-hmm. I think he would take his ten-foot uh, pole, six-foot pole, and just kind of like jab it, jab the face. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I, I got you. Kind of out of like a like, bah. <laughs> uh, Merrick's stick is going to harmlessly ricochet off of this stonework, and it is going to it is going to make a like a slight sound, just like a, and. Just, uh, again, because of the size of this place, there is an echo, but it isn't... Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing that's of cool. consequence seems to have that's happened. That's cool. It was all for Merrick. He feels better. Okay. Okay, good. So, I guess Orton's going to walk over to the nearest shelf and just pick mm-hmm. up a book. Okay. Attempt to, you know, what language is it in? Can I read it? This one appears to be written in common. And it's sort of detailing uh, packs that people have made uh, with Valnor himself. So this is uh, detailed occurrences. And it appears to be one in a volume of at least 16, because you're holding <laughs> you're holding uh, number 16. And looking at the shelf, you'd see that this kind of goes on for a bit. Okay. You just crack it open, and this is, you know, like story number 32 in the book. And it just goes on to... Uh, to recount someone making a deal to uh, be able to play beautiful music. That's what they wanted to do, and they sold their soul to get that. And then eventually... Dude, priorities. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had their reasons. Takes like five years to learn piano. Just fucking buckle down. What the fuck? Not to, not to get really good at it. Fair, but... You're gonna sell out concerts with five years of piano practice, I'm just saying. Period. They're not gonna sell out concerts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dead. You home, if you want to become Everyone's... an amazing concert pianist, don't make a deal with a demon. Practice makes perfect. Believe in yourselves. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll just turn to the group and say, uh, a lot of Valnor packs and just kind of put the book back on the shelf. Oof. 
there is going to be a large amount of dust um, that is that is kicked up from that. Uh, it doesn't look like these these tomes have been touched in quite a while. Everyone, do me a favor. <laughs> Roll a perception check. I'm so perceptive tonight. I love wow. it. Wow! Oh, I'm the most perceptive. Except it's also equally as perceptive because we both got crits, but the point is very perceptive. Kaluna sneezed or some shit. There's going to be a noise from the back of the party. And this is far (laughs) behind you, uh, tucked away in a corner. Uh, If you were to walk in and immediately turn left, there's sort sort of a living area. And... The party's going to hear something shift or move behind them. And Corey, Thantos, and Orden are going to turn around and just out of the corner of their eye, they would swear that they saw some something move through one of the book stacks. It almost looked human, just not quite solid dude this place is totally fucking haunted yes I want to go home guys I love ghosts um okay what would I roll for Phantos to know that that's a ghost (laughs) if it were a ghost like if she was thinking was that a ghost and wanted to check her memory to whether or not this is a ghost (laughs) (laughs) I would give you a not a nature check, really. Uh, I would give you um, a history. 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 Hell yeah. Let's do this. It's a ghost, guys. 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little soon to tell if that's a ghost or not. Damn but um, it, And again, it, that's if what you saw was to be believed. It was just like you hear noise, turn around, there's nothing there. Just, just you thought you saw something... Not quite solid, not quite corporeal, and it looked to be human-shaped move through one of the stacks. Like through? Like... Like through. Like a ghost? Yes. One could say such things. Like a ghost, with you guys? <laughs> like a ghost? <laughs> so um, how she... far away was this? Um, this was towards the entrance where you guys walked in. Um, did anyone catch, like, gender, size, anything like that? Because I figure if they saw it well enough to know it's human, they would probably know, like, it was it was a dude human, or it was wearing armor, or something like that. This appeared to be female, firstly. Uh, not wearing armor. Uh, appeared to be, uh, appeared to be like, robes, something like that? Something, like, casual, like, living attire, something like that. Like, dressed, not like pajamas, but uh, definitely not dressed for combat uh, of any means. Long, white, spooky dress is what you're saying? No. No, 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 no. I mean, more like, um... Scholarly robes. Almost, almost, almost like that, maybe almost priestly-ish? Oh, this is probably just the, uh, the cleanup crew. This is janitorial staff. <laughs> a ghostly <laughs> janitorial staff. It's actually the, uh, living Dewey Decimal System, if we just ask her <laughs> questions. Maybe. Oh, Cortana. It's Cortana. <laughs> actually, you know what? If no one stops her, Thantos will call out to the... Maybe not a ghost, but definitely a ghost. Okay, so you're just kind of shouting at it, just trying to get its attention? Yeah, like, hey, what's up? Except not that. So, Thantos is going to shout toward the thing, and it's going to echo throughout 
and then the entire library. Like at like as she's doing that, she'll close whatever book she had or whatever. I'm not sure. She wasn't really looking at a book, but she'll go after it. Like Okay. So starting to walk toward the living area. I want you to do me a favor and roll a perception check. Thirty two. All of the beds in this place are made immaculately. And this is sort of um, inset into the wall. It's almost its almost a separate room that has no door or anything like that. It's just uh, like a bunk area. And there are like bunk beds set up. And um, it appears as though there are about 12. Every one of these beds, except for one, is made up. One appears to um, have the, the lone sort of uh, almost a burlappy type of blankets like the, the for for all of this decoration and and all of this the the living area here seems to be the least uh, decadent and this one bed is completely torn apart and getting close to it Thantos would see that there appears to be some sort of parchment like uh, like a small note can she read it it would be in common. Hell yeah. Read that shit. It's written in spooky blood. I just sent it to you on Skype. Ooh, secret messages. Let me go read it. Oh, shit. Santos will say that out loud. I'm not sure if anyone can hear her. Um, It would echo, yeah. I don't I don't think Merrick would have just been like, oh, Thantos is walking away. Oh, she's got it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we all sort of are... Had, even if Entos is sort she of She would charge. just walk away for the record. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> she should have learned from mistakes, but she did not. She might in battle, though. But she does wander. Um, so she will, like, oh shit, and then that will kind of echo, and whoever comes up to her, she'll just, like, hand them the note. Probably Merrick. Because, again, she sees him as, like, you're in charge of this shit. Here you go. Wow. Shit, Merrick's gonna say. It's gonna echo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he's gonna read this out loud. This place is now tainted. We've made a horrible mistake, and this place is no longer safe. The traps won't stop them. The barrier won't hold forever. I'm leaving tonight. Please don't try to stop me. And then it's signed Keeper Lindsay. Kaluna's going to raise one of the hands. But still holding other people's hands. <laughs> <laughs> still holding Merrick's hand. Like, right. Yeah, to... it's it's like a, it's a it's a chain, a chain of friendship. And um, they're gonna say, "What does tainted mean?" Um, remember your soup. Yeah, that's a great great point. Your soup was tainted with something bad. Kaluna's whole face is gonna wrinkle up, and they're going to sort of look at everyone and then back at the door <laughs> and then back at everyone <laughs> uh look i i don't know what's down here i don't know what's happened but we came here for a reason and that's to find out whatever information we can about demon armies and gods and everything we can when it comes to that stuff and i know there's a lot of stuff here but we've got to figure out how to narrow it down and then get the hell out Anybody um, have any ideas? Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, that's it. Is there any role that, like, Thantos can do to, like, look at the floor and around to see if there's any signs of anyone passing through here recently? 
Um, you sure can. Give me a perception. Anything, anyone, I should say. 29. It doesn't look as though anything, any, any, whether it be creature or person or anything, has, has walked around here in a long time. And uh, all the objects appear to be covered with, uh, with a pretty thick layer of dust. And the place appears to have been really well taken care of up until the point where that all just stopped for whatever reason. Everyone in the party, do me a favor and roll perception. If I miss a ghost because of what I just rolled, I'll be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy looking at the floor right now. Corey and Orden are going to hear another noise. And this time it's coming from the far end of this library. And if the echoes aren't playing tricks with you, it sounds like it's coming from within uh, like a set of like a set of stacks, like somewhere in the back, like an area you haven't been yet. The, the, the area I was talking about that's sort of like spider webs. And it sounds like something either either moved or shifted or an object has, has, has been moved, but the echo is going to is going to reach you and yeah, Cory and Orden would definitely hear that. Uh, I think Orden is going to reposition himself closer to it, grip that weapon a little tighter, and probably slowly start to get a better angle for viewing in that direction. Like, I'm not walking off, but I'm kind of shifting. And I think Cory at this point will have to let go of Kaluna's hand uh, to, pull, to pull out her bow, and she'll just uh, matter-of-factly state to the group, we are definitely not alone in here. Kaluna will trade Cory's hand for their, uh, their totem. Guys, what do you guys worry about? Ghosts can't touch people. They can touch our hearts. Apparently they can shift books, though. We don't know that it's a ghost, Brianna. (laughs) I know, in my heart, that it's a ghost. Uh, (laughs) Phantos would like to charge, though. What if it's like a soul-sucking reaper? I'm charging. What What if it just needs love? Oh, hell yeah. What did you hear? Something back there. And she'll motion. Something back there moved. And, and briefly before I saw a figure, we are not alone. Could, okay, so Thantos, like, charged up. She got her eyes reddened and her hands all red. Could she, like, go to the direction that Corey just pointed in and just force blast, even if there's nothing there? Oh my she god, could. no. I would like to do that. <laughs> Unless someone Corey stops me. Corey will stop you. Damn it! She's not gonna let you go towards <laughs> the noise. That they just heard, not knowing what it is. We are going to stay in a group. No one will be separated. And we're not going to draw any attention. Can I say one thing? Mm-hmm. Hats off for playing a different character, because if that were Jetsia, no harm would come to exactly. these books. Exactly. I was actually about to type that in the chat. Like, Santos has no, like, gives no shits about literature or learning or any of that. Which is actually weird for her species, even. But Santos and Jetsia would not go on. Um, okay we've got to stay on guard but we've also got to find something and find what we're here to look for and get out so 
do we prepare for battle? Maybe it was an echo. Is it pretty certain that it wasn't? Is it pretty certain that it wasn't just an echo? It was definitely that something had moved something on its own. Created an echo from that part of the building. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just. This is what Merrick would be going through because he didn't right. hear it. He'd be like, uh, maybe he heard something. Um, I mean, I guess Orden could reply. You know, it could be rats. It could be. I mean, there could be something. Some like, I don't know what they'd be living on, but there's something moving over there. Would Kaluna know if there would be rats this deep underground? <laughs> uh, roll a nature check. I feel like Kaluna's paranoid now, otherwise I wouldn't ask. Look at oh. that crit! <laughs> oh, that's intimidate, not nature. <laughs> You're gonna intimidate the shit out of these rats. I We're know. gonna count the 20. I'm gonna intimidate the rats. Turned into a 37, though. 37. Yeah. You go. Um, it is highly unlikely that these are rats. Uh, given the... Now, if this were... Um, if this were a regular cavern, something like that, you might get... Um, uh, you might get some other creepy crawlies. Uh, you might get like spiders or something like that. But it's pretty unlikely that they'd be feeding on anything that you would see so far. It doesn't look like there are any signs of a struggle. It doesn't look like there are. Um, uh, it doesn't look like there's anything to feed off of. And if there was something to feed off of, they probably would have finished a while back. I'm just gonna say, guys, I think we'd all feel a lot better if I just went and punched it. I know Kaluna would feel better. <laughs> It'll light up the area for a minute, too. Like, Santos, when you see a thing to punch, go ahead and punch it. But let's not destroy the library that, that we, we might came need. here to look for. Right. I wouldn't it's aim at the probably, box. Probably, okay, I think maybe the best course of action in order to get what we need and not die would be to take the people with the strongest sort of knowledge-seeking base and have them look and then have the other people who are not so, you know, good in that area paired up with them or to protect them so that we're not separated, but this is a huge library and we need to find what we're looking for. We can't spend all day in here. All I got is that you we're know. pairing up, so I think we're going in three different directions. Uh. Let's not split up, <laughs> Let's not split up. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, no, I'm not saying we split up. Right, I'm just I, saying I'm we should be as quick as possible in here. <laughs> I'm absolutely twisting what you said. Right. Oh. So, yeah, Merrick will go down by himself through one stack and look at every book. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, we... Yes, I... Fine, maybe there's something down here. I don't know. I'm not going to be surprised if something is spooky in a library that hasn't been opened up for demon years. But uh, we've got to start looking, and then we've got to get out of here. Um, I, I don't even know where to begin. We've got too much to look at. Kaluna will drag Merrick over to the nearest pile of books, grab one, and hand it to him. <laughs> Very <laughs> impatiently, like, do this so we can fucking leave. <laughs> Santos will grab a random book off a shelf that's, like, a good distance from the last book we took off a shelf, so, like, we can spread out and try to find the demon army area of the books. Yeah, and, like, like, I, guess Ord, I guess Orden might even be a little unsure what it is exactly that you're looking for at this point. Right, right. Uh, God okay. stuff. 
keywords. What are what are our hashtags that we're looking for here, guys? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> this were a demon search army? engine. Yeah, demon army, demon plus army, um, um, gods, demon specifically plus... in like gods in human form who are trapped. And right, so trapped, trapped gods. <laughs> uh, Those are all your meta terms. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just go through the indexes real quick. Right. <sighs> yeah, I mean... I guess those are the two big ones. Those are the two big things. So we're, we're looking... I, I think the biggest thing on Merrick's mind is, is Demon Army stuff. Like, it, he's probably very interested in the Valnor stuff, um, specifically because if Valnor's the one who's putting some shit together, then it's very, very curious to him what would what would be gleaned from that area and that information. Just well, you know where there are some oh, books sorry. relating to Valnor... That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. If they're all related to Valnor, that'd be weird. Um, I mean, he's on the wall, so whatever. Uh, Just a little side note. Also, if it caught uh, Phantas's eye, she'd also have an eye out for the word Scion, just because I am one. And if I, like, she's not specifically looking for it, but I would say if it caught her eye, she would pay attention. And of the opposite spectrum, Corey is more leaning towards the looking for gods trapped for, you know, reasons. Definitely. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone do me a favor. Roll an intelligence check for me. Oh, straight up intelligence? Straight Did up we intelligence. Do... Okay, so it's the check, right? Next With... to the yes, intelligence? Yes, the check, yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, wait, I think I grabbed dexterity. What? So fucking smart? Holy it's like shit. Gutsia. I am not smart at all. This is a slog. Um, the details here... Uh, in these records are so thorough that some of these break down to like, and then on the fourth hour of the 96th day of the, like it goes really, some of these are very, very slow. Um, Some of these uh, you're going to get partway in and realize this is just someone's diary. This is just like, this isn't necessarily something you'd be you looking for. There may be like a, like a stray random. It's like, uh, and they 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 believe that there are demons in the world, but there's no real account, like any any mention it seems, of anything that they think would be even partially involved in their studies. They kept records of or collected. My soup looked funny this morning. Thantos, let's see here. Thantos and Orden, Thantos, Orden, and Kaluna, are each going to come across uh, a couple of different things. One. Ordent is going to uh, find some mentions uh, of demons in general, uh, mostly uh, making a deal with a demon, how to get out of a pact with a demon, that type of thing. Um, and, you know, certain demons are different, uh, Valnor being the most notable among mortals. And it goes into great detail about how how you'd have to break a pact with a demon. And once once you have sort of signed the contract, as it were, it's up to the demon's discretion. You are pretty much at their their liberty that you have, you know, you've you've made, uh, you've kind of made your bed and you have to lie in that. That doesn't sound good, but okay. It doesn't sound great. Thantos and Kaluna are going to start to find a couple of passages about demons finding their way into, like, the mortal realm. And again, where they live is a physical place, but there is a barrier um, that separates them. It's, it, it keeps them from being able to just sort of strut up onto the surface world and just just be here. And there are <clears throat> there are accounts of 
demons gaining such power that it was possible to, for them to find weak spots like chinks in the armor and and slip through but just them uh, it would be very very difficult for them to sort of uh, blow this wide open uh, it would take it would take a hell of a lot of power and knowledge and, and and all that but it is not impossible and that it seems to be their main object of study is finding out what it would take for demons to be able to make it to the surface world and then compiling all the knowledge they could to prevent something like that from happening. Everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. Corey, Kaluna, Orden, and Merrick. You're going to hear another noise coming from the same area as before. This time, it's going to be a little more clear. And it sounds like movement. This doesn't sound like an object moving. This sounds like something crawling. Mm-hmm. Luna's going to summon Pig over in that direction. Okay. Again, this is this is quite a ways away. I was going to ask if I could charge, and then I remembered I didn't hear it. <laughs> uh, Jason, I'd like to put the book that I was reading about demon packs in my own pack, and then start sure. to move slowly over toward that direction. All right. There is a large expanse. This this library is very open, and you'd have to move around, you know, tables and chairs and things like that. Those long, classic library tables, and then crossing the great expanse of this library, and then getting to where it looks like there's uh, like corridors set up of books and, and bookshelves. Do me a favor and roll a perception check. Everybody, or just the people who heard the first noise? Who's is okay? Is someone moving with Orden? Oh, Luna I would assumed... be moving, like, at a distance behind him. Yeah, okay. I assume we were all kind of going as a pack, even if we're being a little okay. loose cool. about it. But all right. Just, just check. Bam. Everyone, do me a favor, roll a perception. Hey, twinsies. Hey, our twins. Everyone in the party. As Orden is sort of in the lead and approaching this area, this is clearly a different portion of the library. There is going to be a very faint glow, a very, a very a pale white light, and it's going to materialize about ten feet in front of Orden, and it's going to take the shape of a man, human. You can vaguely see through him, dressed pretty much the same as, as the woman from earlier, and he is going to start to walk down the corridor of books, away from you. Um, I'm trying to think of what Thantos would do in this situation. I think she would call out and follow again, just like she did the first time. Not really caring if, like, anyone else follows, too. Because we all traveled in, like, a pack over here. So, like... So, I'm assuming that this is not what created the sound that I heard. So, I'm still trying to work my way into a position to see or find what's been crawling around. So you're going to continue down the uh, down the corridor of books here. I yes. Did that is that a different way than the ghost just went? No, that's the same way. Okay, so we're both going the same direction. It's just oh, I'm yeah. following a ghost. Okay. I'm just in, in my head. I okay. thought I thought I was saying I was going in a different direction. So I'm glad that's not true. No, you are you are both going in the same direction for now. This is sort of a winding 
sort of a, a winding pathway of bookshelves, these interconnecting bookshelves, these huge, heavy, tall bookshelves. Uh, we're talking like, you know, 15 feet high. And they're going to continue for a while. Like, seconds are going to go by where you're, where you're following. And this thing is going to keep a very even pace, just sort of walking. It doesn't, it doesn't pay you any mind. If Thantos were to catch up to it, which wouldn't be too terribly difficult, what would she do? Um, as long as he doesn't look hostile, she's just going to keep calling out to see, like, hey, like, kind of like, hey, turn around. What are you doing? Like, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if he doesn't respond to that, eventually she would kind of, like, jog in front of him and, like, try to get in his way. Mm-hmm. Like every stupid person who meets a ghost does, even though ghosts pass through people. <laughs> hey, Listen! <laughs> Hey, so, so you're gonna navvy this ghost. <laughs> I'm gonna navvy the fuck out of this ghost. And she'll probably, like, as she's following him, kind of mentally, like, take in all the shit he's wearing and all of that. But mostly she's trying to get his attention. This thing is going to. It's almost as if it just doesn't see you. It doesn't It's not even. It's not gonna make eye contact. It's gonna keep the same steady pace. And as Thentos jogs in front of it, it is not going to break stride. And it is going to move clean through her. And uh, just sort of break apart for just a second. And then rematerialize on the other side of her. And Dantos is going to feel this this strange warmth as it passes around her. And then it's going to keep moving to the end of this corridor of books and bookshelves. And this appears to open back up. Are you going to continue to follow it? Oh yeah. Are there are there any markings on the spines of the books, or do we have to open them and kind of go through them to tell anything? Um, some of them have markings. Some of them are just uh, just sort of bound leather. <clears throat> You've reached an area of of the library that appears to be dedicated entirely to tieflings. Like every book on these shelves appears to have some some corollary to tieflings or um, tiefling stories something like that at the end of this this lining of bookshelves it opens back up almost as if the library has been segregated and purposefully built this way do me a favor everyone roll a perception check more ghosts more ghosts everyone in the party is going to watch this being break to the left and join ten other people that look somewhat similar to him. There's a mixture of male and female, a couple of half-elves, but they all appear to be not quite existing in this space. And there is a massive sculpted mural on the wall above them. And it appears to be some sort of monument to tiefling agony. Many of them have skewers running through them or uh, being segmented or something terrible. And there's an inscription at the base of it that reads, We must never forget the mistakes we've made. Kaluna, Merrick, Corey and Thantos are going to not only see all of that happening to the left, 
but behind them, on the right, coming from around a corner, you're going to hear that same noise. That sounds like something crawling. Only this time it's much more distinct and close. What would you like to do? Move pig in the way. Uh, charge. Uh, yeah, I think just like de- defensive maneuver. Um, get ready. The party's going to ready up and sort of take a defensive stance and wait for whatever made that noise to round the corner. Seconds are going to tick by as the apparitions behind them shuffle back and forth and appear to pay them no mind. And eventually, it seems as though whatever's making that noise doesn't hear you or can't get to you. So does it seem like it's trapped somewhere, or...? You can't really tell from here. Well, like... You just hear movement coming from around the corner. Okay. Uh... Unless somebody stops her, Thantos is gonna go try to look around the corner. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, she she has a running theme here. It is like having an impetuous 14-year-old yeah. in the party. That's, that's the point! Alright, so, um... Yeah, Kaluna doesn't want to fuck with whatever's there, so they're just like, you have fun. Let me ask a quick question. Would this be something that Thantos is doing stealthily, or is Thantos just kind of charging around the corner? I would say Thantos is the one for stealth. She would take, like, the long way around the corner, so she she wouldn't, like, go straight up against the wall... So mm-hmm. that there would be a chance for her to see the thing, and she has a force punch ready to go. Okay. Okay. So, like, if there's anything there, she will immediately, like, even if it's a friendly thing, even if it's just another ghost, she would force punch it. Is her plan. Good plan. <sighs> okay. I'm making another horrible mistake with this character, aren't I? We'll find out together. I'm playing her as she is dies. <laughs> if she dies, it's her own damn fault. Let's go. Gonna turn the corner. Thantos is going to round the corner. And the way this is set up, this particular portion has quite obviously been kept away from everything else. It's uh, it's not barred off, but it's definitely there. There. This is where the books sort of stop. Uh, the bookshelves stop, and as you round the corner. Phantos is going to see several small figures. Uh, they appear to be uh, gray-skinned, sort of hunchbacked, gnarled teeth. Uh, if they stood upright, if they're capable of that, they may only stand three, three and a half feet tall, somewhere in there. And it appears as though they're skittering up and down the walls in this corner. There appears to be some sort of... Uh, some sort of large hole in the floor itself. It doesn't appear to be a naturally made hole. It's something something shimmering. Now, some of these things are climbing up the walls themselves, and this opens up into the floor and would open up toward Thantos and the rest of the library. And as they spot her, they're going to try to move toward that and then shimmy 
on the ground in her direction. They're going to reach a point, and then they're going to start to skitter up, almost as if they're just moving up thin air. And the air itself is going to ripple. Now, while all of that's going on, coming from around that corner, because Thantos could see most of it, there's going to be one other figure. And while the creatures are skittering up the wall, they don't appear to be incredibly intelligent. They appear to just be testing the limits and, and, and just like dogs on a chain. They're just trying to get to what they want. There's going to be one pretty well-manicured hand sort of stroking at the barrier. And I say it's well-manicured, except for one feature. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. The nails themselves appear to be sort of long and unkept. And as the pads of his fingers graze this barrier. I would say that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the Fuck! God dang it. Nope. Oh no! Okay, <clears throat> there's a barrier. There, There is a barrier. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Oh my god, no. That was awesome. That was so cool. I hate everything. <laughs> Sorry about Phantos. I am just playing Horatius. No, that's fine. Do it. You're supposed to. There's, there appears to be such general annoyance sometimes. Like fucking, uh, just but that's kind of a good thing. That's what it's supposed to be. I just, I also feel really bad because I'm like, I know because I used to play Jadzia. I know how much we want to like plan ahead. And... No, it's fine. You should. You're, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. I love it. Just don't apologize anymore. For when your twins are, are teenagers and they're oh, stupid. I appreciate that. Run around and see demons <clears throat> and fucking creepy pedophiles. Like, well, what's cool is every time they're going to get ready and do something reckless and impulsive, they go, Dad, unless someone stops me, <laughs> I'm going to get ready and sneak out of the house tonight. <laughs> and as usual, s- it's going to depend on how much wine I've had. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, well, d- go ahead. Do it. Do it. Uh, I want to see this. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I know. He's yeah, gonna it's... try to talk to us too. If he can't break that barrier on his own, he's gonna try to convince us. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, he's got this barrier. We can just get some books and camp right next to him on the other side, and we can ask him questions. And like, it'll be it'll be friendly. Him. Like a bedtime story. Right. Never see Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh. nice next session is going to be so much fun. Uh, I can't wait. This is going to be good. I'm excited. I like this. Oh, man. Can I just say that Did Santos both... still fire that force punch, by the way? Like, just add the barrier. Oh, my God. What if you break, break it? The barrier. Yeah, don't break the barrier. It's a good point, but still, I want to know. I mean, I remember a quote from a some, something from somebody named Keeper Lindsay, who says, the barrier won't hold forever. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe you shouldn't have dug a hold of the fucking hell mouth, Lindsay. I don't know. <laughs> Just a thought, Lindsay. <laughs> I really can't wait. This is so much fun. So uh, excited. Uh, I am very excited. That was the best reveal. We need to catch up with, like... Posting because like they still don't know who Eric is. Like, nope. 
couldn't really. Well, you and I are working on two G3s back to back. Yeah. So that'll be. So we're going to catch up. So it'll just be this one in the can. So, yeah, I'll post something eventually. When we do have it. I imagine there's going to be a lot of exposition. Like we're gonna we're gonna peel back a layer or two. Like the trip to the library is going to do exactly what I said it was going to do. And your next big thing. Yes, please. Guys, we really, really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It's the last one of 2015. If you'd like to go to our forums and check them out and uh, give us some feedback on the episode, let us know what you think or anything that's happened in the year. We got a couple of different threads up for that kind of stuff. We want to make 2016 even bigger. And some of the ways you can help us do that is by just spreading the word, share it with a friend, share the show on your Facebook page, your Twitter, whatever. If you like a particular episode and want people to listen, go for it. We're making recap episodes on YouTube so that people can jump in at certain times so they don't have to listen from episode one on. Um, we, uh, we really appreciate iTunes feedback, like uh, reviews, that kind of stuff. Again, all of that really helps us out. Everyone who supports us on Patreon, who supported us this year, and hopefully will continue to support us in the future, we really, really appreciate that at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Um, that's how we keep our lights on. That's how we pay our bills. And hopefully this next year we are going to make DNR even bigger, even better. We hope to see a hell of a lot of you at DragonCon. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time.